Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. But we should talk that All Black 15 as well. I was talking about it a little bit earlier, so surprised about some of the omissions. Um, and one of those was Sean Stevenson, who I thought, you know, great uh, series against the Irish for the Māori All Blacks. Had had a very good NPC season, had a great Super Rugby season. Obviously, been in the news because he's been over in Redcliffe visiting Wayne Bennett. Um, seems New Zealand rugby are either offended by that or weren't bothered in the first place because he hasn't been selected at all. It's funny, so. What I have watched some of in recent weeks in quite a lot of detail is, is the NPC. And when I turn it on, I think we're back in lockdown because there's no one there. And even that's when they've herded them into a place where the camera can, can focus on them and they're still not there. And that, that's, to me, the untold or underappreciated rugby story of, of the moment. I, I, I honestly just think what we've done for that competition and the irrelevance that we've created is, is so damning, and then you see this New Zealand 15, and see it income. You know, there's there's some former All Blacks, there's some fringe All Blacks. I'd like to see a Safa Amor in the actual All Blacks rather than the All Blacks 15, but that's by the by. But like, I mean, you look at that lineup and the squad that's going on, you think, is this the best we have? Are we at this low ebb in our in our rugby? And, and uh, we've got this product and saturation coverage over weekends with no one there, like. It's not what I grew up with at Athletic Park, watching Bernie Fraser and Stu Wilson and Murray Mixed. Like it's, it actually makes me sad. And I don't know if people, I think people have got to the point where they don't care, but I care. It looks really shabby. It's not a great product. And I'm paying money to watch it. And sometimes I wonder if that money is misspent. Mm, yeah. I mean, you mentioned uh, Almore. I mean, where's Kurt Eklund gone? He's good enough for the Māori All Blacks, but he's not good enough for this team. That, that was another one. Um, that I was more than a uh, a little surprised about, and um, I've also seen um, you know a few people talking about players that they short, thought should be there. Uh, another one of those we actually had a text about earlier. What's happened to Peter Gus Sorkulo? He was the form at number eight in Super Rugby. Oh, they get selected, they I play know. him for twenty minutes as a blindside flanker, and decide he's not good enough. I have a variety of hobby horses as you may have gathered, and one of my favourites is plucking a Pacific Island player and playing them once or twice and then discarding them. And that, to me, is the pit. Like, that guy is a good player. But it's equally, like I was on shows such as this or on with Ian in the mornings occasionally, and they would be saying, Peter goes so cool. And i go, no, he's only fringe. He's not going to make the team. But there was a scroungeswell, wasn't there, that we must pick this guy. He's done so well. And then we pick him when we discard him. So like, I thought the picking was premature, but the discarding is a disgrace. And yeah. If that guy's not in the best 30 players in the country, I'll eat my hat. But he, he's not going to start for the All Blacks because he plays positions, you know, primarily to me, he's a number eight, and Artie's got that locked up, and that's fine. Um, but, yeah, now that's... I I loathe the way we treat those guys like cattle, you know, the feeders of the world, even Lomate, you know what I mean? Like guys who we could play for someone else, and we bring them in, 
and we carry them around and they never play and then they go. And I, 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 I wish them well because they deserve to go and they deserve to make some money elsewhere and they deserve to be treated better because I just think, yeah, I find it poor when we pick a guy like Peter Gus and just and ditch him like that. Yeah, same, same. Um, I mean, there are a few other names in there that I'm like, well, you know what this guy can do, so why are you taking him? People like, say, TJ Perenata, right? I get you need to have some leadership yeah, but, in the team. Yeah, but he's on, a, he's on a big whack of money, and they have to try and justify that. They can't justify picking him in the All Blacks anymore, but he's on that whack of money, and so he has to go. We're about the same. Like, you're gaining nothing by taking those guys away, are you? No, well, I mean, I thought they could have taken a, you know, a Cortez Ratama alongside, say, Brad Weber. You know, and then you've got the leadership, but, but you've got another young player. He's not going to play much. Or, yeah. Like, mix and match, get Terafeta and Tuivasa Shek and, and Fakatava to go and play for the All Blacks 15 because they're doing next to nothing with the All Blacks. Like, if we're trying to expose the next tier of talent, we want to give them elite matches to play in. And we're saying that the NPC is a muck around club competition and, you know, super, we play Aussie teams that are woeful. Let's, well, when are we going to expose these guys to a higher level of competition if we don't trust them to be in the All Blacks? Well, this would be. That opportunity, would it not? Yeah, I would have thought so. I would have 100% thought so. I mean, that was another conversation we were having before the team came out, is where are they going to put these guys? Um, I'll tell you, one thing that I was uh, I was pleased to see was that Damien McKenzie wasn't in the All Blacks um, because I, I think he's underwhelmed since he's come back from Japan. And people have said, well, you know, Bowden Barrett and TJ Perinara and other people have underwhelmed, but they came back into super rugby, uh, you know, and then got better. Uh, you know, over a, a month or so. But, I mean, you look at the difference that, say, Stephen Petafeta made going into that Taranaki team when he was released to play versus the impact that Damien McKenzie's made. I think it's night and day. You can see why they've decided that uh, Petafeta is is now in front of Damien McKenzie. Yeah, I, I thought, and I, I Stephen wrote um, a year ago that I thought McKenzie, we'd seen what there was to see of him at test level that wasn't going to get any better and we might as well move on from that. Aside from the fact that he's just such a little fella, and if he's, we don't trust him at ten, he's not big enough to play fifteen. Like he's talented, you know, the cheeky smiles, got a good head of hair on him. Good luck to him, but he's not a test caliber footballer. And we we took a long time to work that out, and and thankfully we have, and we probably won't see him in the the best black jumper ever again.